Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another fantastic episode of Anarchy Among Friends Roundtable Discussion. Before we get started, let me first remind you that we are covered by the BIPCOT No Government License, which allows for the use and reuse of this podcast by anyone and everyone except for governments and the bludgies thereof. You can learn more about that at BIPCOT.org. That is B-I-P-C-O-T dot O-R-G. We're also protected by Brandenburg v. Ohio, 1969 which ruled that the government cannot punish inflammatory speech unless that speech is, quote, directed to inciting or producing imminent lawless action and is likely to incite or produce such action. Therefore, everything said here on Anarchy Among Friends Roundtable Discussion is entirely hypothetical. Uh, this is episode 175, and we're talking the uh, Michigan Watchmen and the FBI for the FBI plot and the Only people getting feds. off. Yeah, the Only Feds. And uh, Magnus has joined us because how can we talk about Michigan without Magnus in the house? And Andrew is fashionably laced as usual. We're all we were all fashionably mm-hmm. late. Well, but now we're like we're like after party late, so we're good. We're we're cool again. Hey, I was spending <laughs> Easter with my kid. All right, so that's fair. <laughs> how dare you? Yeah, you're here how dare to talk you? About I want to hear your excuses, incel. <laughs> I see Andrew's the commie tonight. Hell yeah. Hey, in my defense, I have a 556 shirt hanging up right over there right now. So he's a man of all culture. I still I I'm wearing the uh the show shirt tonight, so oh, nice. That's the that's the worst great. shirt. It's great. <laughs> That's that's the worst shirt. It really is. Only but, the uh, best for the most pre- professional podcast on the internet. <laughs> that started forty <laughs> minutes late. <laughs> Thirty-five minute late. None it of just emphasizes. Video. It just emphasizes our professionalism. That's all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. SpongeBob font professionalism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're a strategist. There you go. That one probably went over some of you guys' heads. Strategery. Strategery. Yep. Uh, rocket rocket surgery. Ralph Ralph Wiggum with his finger in his nose. Hey uh, Jay, if you're not seeing or yeah. hearing anything, maybe I, I you should podcast. turn your computer on. <laughs> that's that's that should be Anarchy Walk Red shirt. Just Ralph Wiggum with his finger up the nose. I'm podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have it by next week. Well, make it happen, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, before we get into uh, the Michigan stuff, I want to point out that Tuesday the 19th is the anniversary of the Waco Massacre. Yep. Um, so, if you're watching this or listening to it uh, before then, be sure to tweet to the ATF uh, how there are pieces of garbage for that. And I get, I will bet money that they will post their memorial again oh God, yeah. like they do every single year. Guaranteed. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I will once again threaten to become their stepdad. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, bully, bully the ATF every chance you can get. <laughs> yep. Jur- journalists and government agents. Yep. And uh, you can look up was like Steve Ballenjarg or something like that. Their new nominee. Yeah, he has a Twitter account. I've been having a lot of fun on there. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I, 
yeah, he's not he's not how, how how long was was uh you know fucking squirrel face what was his name the last chipman yeah how, how much was Chip, how long was chipman on twitter before he probably oh. didn't count and deleted it <laughs> oh it was he was probably it was probably like day three or four after being nominated <laughs> let's do it again boys <laughs> round two bully your local tyrants yeah bully all the tyrants bully all the tyrants yes yep. journalists are complacent don't forget them which we, we'll, we'll definitely get to experience a little bit of, of that with, with some of the stuff you sent me today. Ooh, oh, that, that op-ed? That op-ed is hilarious. It's so bad. But uh, again, this this is such a weird thing to say considering everything going on. But shout out BuzzFeed News. This whole time for the last year, every single article they've mm-hmm. written about the Whitmer case, fucking spot on. Perfect. Uh, they talk about things no one else will talk about. They bring up details mm-hmm. that everyone else is uncomfortable in mentioning. Yeah. Great. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, uh one of the things that um uh Jim Bovard brought up when he was on with Scott Horton the other night is, is just how on point BuzzFeed has been. Again, how, whole, how do you know that we're in the clown dimension? The the leading <laughs> like journalistic <laughs> reporter on an FBI entrapment scheme is BuzzFeed News. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like <laughs> what cat are you? What loaf of bread are you? Governor Whitmer kidnapping. What? <laughs> the FBI entrapment plot. <laughs> Wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's scroll. What? FBI foils <laughs> FBI terror plot. Wait how, a how many FBI informants can get arrested and sent to prison? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Insert I mean, what was it? Was it like... What was it? Four, 14 of the 24 people involved? Oh, more, more, more came out because of the trial. That's what, like, there's details that haven't even been talked about of yeah. because of... And then- and then a couple of the FBI agents, like the prosecutors, didn't want them to testify. Yeah, the the, the the one the one guy got uh, got arrested um, for beating up his wife after an orgy. Yep, one of the right. FBI informants. <laughs> and then the other, the other, oh, the other no, one I'm... was using, and the other one was using classified information to sell his uh, security consultant. Yep. Gig. And then another one was arrested for uh, using his status as an FBI informant to, as a felon, to buy firearms. Because <laughs> for some reason he thought that because he was working for the FBI, he's just no longer a felon, so he can own guns again, right? Yeah, nope. Sorry, buddy, you picked the wrong team. <laughs> oh my! There, they used oh, him and then threw his ass right back in jail. Which is. About par for the course when it comes to which I mean FBI. To, to be fair, there's so many details. It's quite possible that that his his FBI handler was like, Yeah, we need to get you a gun so you can blend in with these militia dudes better. And then as soon as the case was over, he's like, All right, you are you're a felon in possession of a firearm. Yeah, <laughs> throw him right straight under the fucking bus. <laughs> right? yep. Yep. That's what they do. Uh, but yeah, it, there, there was there's so many like moving parts to this case that it's it's why people struggle with it so much because it's not like january 6th where like it, it had all this coverage and it's very kind of cut and dry to where like each side can form their argument really cleanly like this is like two years of shifting story and bullshit it wrapped up and mm-hmm. uh a detail i bring up a lot that um i brought up to scott horton and it blew his mind even was that the the lead the lead fbi uh I guess officer, I don't know what their, their terminology is, for the Detroit Field Branch office, a week after these guys got arrested, 
were transferred to Washington, D.C. And he was in Washington, D.C. when January 6th happened. So again, like there's all these like gross details that are like, hmm. Yeah. In a completely just, unpredictable that, coincidence. Yeah, <laughs> <it'd> be. <laughs> this is why yeah. they're called special agents. <laughs> yeah. Look, they they need two helmets, not just one. Mm. <laughs> we they pay to lick the windows, but alas, <laughs> no, yeah, they, charge know, us, you, they charge us for wanna, them to lick the windows. Yeah, I don't know if you want to go like chronologically through everything or how you want to go about this because like I said there's so much shit <laughs> my eye is uh, already twitching <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got to live this firsthand I think a lot of people like it obviously like it was brought up all the time across the country but this was like a cultural phenomenon in Michigan to, like, mm. every single grocery store had like every newspaper talking about it it was on the local news nonstop for months I overheard people talking about it at, the, at like you know, the gas station for months. Like, it was this huge deal in Michigan. Yeah. And they still failed to prosecute those motherfuckers. Not only failed to prosecute, two were found not guilty. Mm-hmm. And the other two was a hung jury. Yep. Right. So, is- not, not, even, not even, not even failed to, to prosecute. Like, the jury's like, no, we're not buying that story. Well, yeah. And that is despite yeah. the. Outright fucked up. the well, yeah, and that's that's despite the prosecution repeatedly doing everything they can and the judge being super complicit in doing everything that the Bro. state can to suppress <laughs> everything to do with the entrapment. And it's still so fucking blatant the to judge, everyone. The judge like, literally, <laughs> the, the judge literally removed like two thirds of the defense's argument. Like said you can't bring this up and that up and this up and that up. No, you don't get to question these people. Uh no, you can't call these witnesses. And they and still they couldn't were, do it. I mean the the judge, I don't I mean considering all the other fucked up things that happened, I don't know if he was forced to do this, but it was almost getting to the point where the judge had to overturn the FBI's request for the main FBI agents to not testify. Yeah, the prosecution was- tried to stop the like the main FBI agents from from getting on the stand <laughs> so the guys who did like the case building and who the mm-hmm. case hinges on we yep. don't want them to testify because, because they might testify the that they yeah <laughs> and, and, and honestly it, it might have been different because when we get to like the actual trial some of those dudes admitted to some dumb shit that probably didn't help the case at all the one big what? one that no. i'll bring up I'll bring up i guess I'll, I'll hint to it is uh there was a conversation that was had that was recorded and shown to the jury that showed that this group was on the verge of breaking up in April and we're all talking yes. shit and didn't want to hang out with each other anymore. And the CI asked the FBI agent what he has to do to keep the group together. <laughs> it was, sir, sir, these guys aren't going to do the terror attack we're supposed to get them to do. What do I do? <laughs> Yeah, so let's uh, let's let's discuss the the outcome oh. of the trial, and then we'll get into the Jim Bovart article op-ed. Um, so the 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 Detroit News uh, jury finds two men not guilty in Whitmer kidnapping case, unable to reach verdicts on two others. So jurors acquitted, which means not guilty, like 
failed to prove guilt. Uh, two men Friday accused of plotting to kidnap Governor uh, Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer and deadlocked on charges against two alleged ringleaders, delivering a staggering blow to the government in one of the largest domestic terrorism cases in U.S. history. <sighs> I mean, that's what they did with the Bundys so too, to right? I mean, they went after the Bundys like what four times, and yep. they were in jail the whole time. Yep. And it was like not guilty, not guilty, not guilty. Uh, dismissed with prejudice. And then they went to Oregon, and again, not guilty, not guilty, not guilty. Dismissed with prejudice. Yep. No. So there's no dismissal here yet, but I'm sure it's coming. Oh, it has. It the more the more eeks out of this, the worse it looks. Yeah. Uh, Chief U.S. District Robert Yonker, J O N K E R, Yonker. Yeah, I hope sure. it's we'll go with Cause, it. Because Jonker would just be a terrible last name. <laughs> like Yonker is much better. I mean, I mean Bob Bob Jonker, really? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Yonker declared a mischief kidnapping. Yeah. Uh, kidnapping uh, conspiracy charges against accused ringleaders Adam Fox of Potterville and Barry Croft, 46, of Delaware. Accused plotters Daniel Harris of Lake Oren and Brandon Castillo of Canton Township uh, were being freed Friday afternoon after nearly two years behind bars. Quote, best birthday gift ever. Uh, Caserta told Amen, reporters. <laughs> yep. The trial lasted 20 days, including 13 days of testimony and approximately 38 hours of jury deliberations spanning five days. Jurors, six men, six women, all white, heard hours of closing arguments and instructions last week after testimony and multimedia case from the government. The mixed verdict provided a biting in to a case dodged by controversy, scandal, and intense focus of a nation grappling with the rise of violent extremism. Among the 2020 presidential election and a global pandemic. Violent extremism, guys. <laughs> We're DVEs just because we st- say fuck you guys. <sighs> yeah. No, don't yeah. you know vegans are DVEs now? So that word doesn't mean fucking anything. <laughs> preppers are prepper DVEs. Yeah, preppers are DVEs. Yeah. I mean, anybody, anybody who doesn't just march rank and file with the narrative who's not a complete npc is by default automatically assumed to be a domestic violent extremist yeah if you're you're listening to this right now you're a dbe i'm sorry yeah Yeah. sorry welcome to club well not sorry i mean yeah i hope we all end up in the same gulag yeah your patch and your fema assignment are in the in the mail (laughs) Uh, defense lawyers spent months raising questions about the fbi agent conduct and claiming that a team of investigators and informants orchestrated the conspiracy and entrapped the four men a ragtag band of social outcasts who harbored anti-government views and anger over restrictions imposed by whitmer quote i think the trial here demonstrated that there's some serious shortcomings in the case Fox's defense lawyer, Christopher Gibbons, told no, the reporters, don't quote, say. Quote, <laughs> obviously, obviously with the acquittals occurring, that says a lot about what is going on in the case. It just, <laughs> it was Operation Super Clusterfuck. That's what that entire thing was. Yeah. Like, it, oh it, quite lit- I mean, quite literally, you could say Operation Northwoods. 
Because you know, yeah, it is the north. It is the woods. It, well, yeah. I mean, but you know, the thing that what's funny, like there's there's a book out there called um, "The Gang That Couldn't Shoot Straight," and it's this hilarious parody of like the mafia, where they're all really, really, really bad at everything they do. They could not fuck up as bad <laughs> as this group managed to. Like it is so many errors. Fucking William Shakespeare could not write a comedy of errors better than what this case turned out to be. Yeah, because like like the, the the main the main argument of entrapment essentially is like the idea that this would never happen if the police were not involved. You can't claim if it was entrapment if it would have happened if the police was involved. So like a bait car is not entrapment because just because the one car you decided to break into was the bait car doesn't mean you weren't breaking into cars. That's how the logic works. Yeah. When you have them admitting that the entire plan was created by a CI, that the CI went out of his way to bring these people together, give them money, host the training, keep the group together when they were splitting apart, bring them, like, concoct the whole thing, drive them to Whitmer's house. Like, how can you argue that this would have happened? Like, these guys would not have come up with the idea without the FBI. They would have never met each other without the FBI. They would not have trained together without the FBI. They wouldn't have a place to train together without the FBI. They, they wouldn't have had Colette, the training on itself. So many Colette's on so many lists. I'm just going to put that out there. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> probably the same list we are all on. So No, she's on another list. <laughs> but uh, uh, one, I'm going I'm to point... Uh, it's mentioned in, in the Bovard op-ed that we're going to get to, but it's there's like uh, since 9/11 there's been like 500 people charged with domestic terrorism, and like one percent convicted, and of those 500, like 38 percent were uh, entrapment. Yep. Yeah. Because it's the the same thing that you saw happen, um, kind of at the end of Prohibition, right, with the DEA, where they kind of what will become the DA where they had to justify their existence. Now there was no reason for a lot of this to exist. They had to come up with things. So they, they had to start pointing fingers and going, well, but marijuana it's, it's bad because you know, it's going to make uh, black guys want to dance with white women. And, uh, you know, and this drug is bad because of this and this, like that's, that was what they had to do. And they straight up admitted that they did it to justify their existence. We're seeing exactly mm -hmm. the same thing out of the FBI and the ATF and the DEA and everybody else now, because they have to justify, yeah, it's Homeland mm -hmm. because they have to justify their existence because everyone's starting to realize that it's all security theater. So they have to be like, no, no, see, look, look, these people exist, yeah, except it's, you're it's, making it's them like, all exist. It's like the, the it's like a, a just a different version of stop and frisk. Yeah. Right? We're we're going after everybody. We're trying to make you say something dumb uh in hopes that you do something dumb. Yeah, and and it's it it's kind of just like crazy for the simple fact that if like if if we just assume that this this case was proven fake, but every other case there's nothing suspicious going on, they're 100% legit. Let's you know, go with that. What has the FBI accomplished? They knew about the Pulse nightclub shooter. They knew about this train attack guy that was, he was apparently on a watch list. Mm -hmm. They knew about the guy that shot up the church in Texas. They knew, like, uh -huh. there's so many things. Has the FBI done anything about any of this? No. Yeah, but, Vegas, they, yeah. So, so well, there are so many. Oklahoma City. Yeah, assuming those are all legit, which, you know, people will argue whatever, and just this one's fake, then mm -hmm. you're useless. So, yeah, like, like uh -huh. the, the, the only people they catch 
are people that they seem to put into place mm -hmm. and the people that you think they'd be there to stop they know about and don't do anything so it's like mm -hmm. yeah well it's like um, uh, there's there's the one I think the kid was in michigan muslim kid uh, well, I was actually about to go on a long fucking rant about this because this is yeah, for, like, where my hatred of the FBI field office in Detroit yeah. is particularly you wanna, you wanna... the worst one in the country. Yeah, go ahead, tell the story. Yeah, so so the F FBI Detroit, um, you can go all the way back to the shoe bomber to where, yeah. uh, uh, for people that don't know, Dearborn, Michigan, it's about thirty minutes west of Detroit, has the highest Muslim population in the entire country. Dearborn so, is Yep. Yes. Like literally like, like you can step in there and you can feel like you're a middle Eastern country. And you know, that's because Henry Ford brought a lot of middle Eastern people over and everything like that there's a lot of Iranians, a lot of Chaldeans, like you, there's a lot of that there. And because of that, during the whole Bush war on terror shit, the FBI was running around doing all sorts of, of, of flagrantly <laughs> racist shenanigans against the Muslim yeah. population there. You know, and, so. you know, yeah. <laughs> and the most recent one before all of this was very similar to this one, especially seeming details that came out in the court trial to where they had this uh, depressed Muslim kid in Dearborn. He was a pizza delivery driver and he was posting spicy shit on the internet, whatever, but he hadn't done anything. So they got an FBI agent to pretend to be a woman, Muslim woman, on Tinder, deliberately seek him out, match with him, flirt with him, arrange a wedding, like play with this kid's heart for like three months. And then literally, I think it was like the day before him and his dad were supposed to go out to meet them for their arranged wedding. She just ghosts him. Yeah. And then in that moment of like that kid, obviously like probably heartbroken, freaking out, he gets matched with another Muslim girl on Tinder, except for this one isn't talking about marriage. This one's talking about shooting up Arby's for Allah. That turned out to be an FBI agent as well. And roast and beef, poppy. Roast beef. Yeah. Yeah, and she's and she sat there. Well, this FBI agent could have been a man. This FBI agent sat there for weeks and tried to convince this Muslim kid to go shoot up something for Allah or whatever. And then when he said no, that he didn't want to do it and stopped talking to her, FBI Detroit rolled in and arrested him. And then he eventually finally got let go because he's like, "What are you arresting this kid for?" He's like, yeah. "Uh, like you're 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 trying to throw him in jail because he didn't commit a terror attack." That's FBI Detroit right there. So that's why as soon as like. Because of that story, as soon as all this came out, I was like, bullshit, FBI Detroit's involved. It's bullshit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's what they tried to do with Randy Weaver, too. Like, yeah, if, you don't, if you don't do this, we're going to arrest you. That's like, those, that's like those idiots over in Minneapolis that they picked up for supposedly supplying weapons <laughs> to, uh, yeah. to Hamas. Because, yeah, ben Benjamin uh, Teeter and all them. It's the yep. same shit. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Well, they did that. Hamas is totally going to work with a gay white kid yeah right well, don't don't forget don't forget that they also did that a few years ago in and i think that was in minneapolis where they convinced that kid with um like who i think had down syndrome like they worked him for like two or three years to convince him that he should start like getting involved in like drugs and gun running and everything else mm -hmm. and he didn't actually but as soon as he agreed because they're oh well if you're my friend you're gonna do this then they arrest him and then you know and start getting into a circle jerk like look we stopped a terrorist yeah the, no the you, the you manipulated the, the, the you manipulated a mentally ill child and mentally yeah. ill person into yeah, the, doing the, what the, you the want DEA, yeah the DEA did that with a special needs kid here in, in Southern California right turn turn him into right try you know special need kids just looking for friends and they're like oh well if you carry this to this place, we'll be your friend. And then they hit him with like drug trafficking. Yep. 
like thousands. Isn't there of one pieces? that they like got them to get like a store tattoo or something for mm -hmm. their storefront? Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> same guy. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's disgusting, and and uh, and it it came out in the court trial. Uh, uh, this lady been tweeting about it. Let me pull up what her name is. It's a. Uh, hang on, I, had, I just had it up. Let me search. What's it? No man. She was, she was live tweeting the entire thing. Uh, uh, Julie Kelly, she was in the courthouse tweeting it. But in this case, for I think Adam Fox, they had a CI's girlfriend become another CI. So we're like I said, the deeper you go in, the more than 14 feds are involved. The number keeps going up. But yeah, had a CI's girlfriend also become a confidential informant to flirt with Adam Fox and try to convince him to go through this plot. So it's like, FBI Detroit just has a thing for for like trying to get do like uh, emotionally manipulate dudes through women like that's oh, their go to. I, tactic. Not, yeah. I was gonna say it's not just FBI Detroit. I would I would hazard a an inference that it goes that's a nationwide thing. Oh yeah, that's an intentional, blatant nationwide thing that they're all taught. You know, if this guy is exp is exhibiting signs that he might be emotionally vulnerable, do whatever you have to do. To manipulate that person into action. Watch out for the fucking honeypots, man. It's yeah, it's the honeypots every fucking time. Right. Especially uh, if you look like most of us here on the podcast and you get a honeypot, it guaranteed it's a CI. Yes. If you, if you are <laughs> if you are an unfuckable nerd like most of us, and suddenly a very attractive woman is telling you that she'll love you if you shoot up Arby's, don't fall for it. We warned you. Hold on, hold on. There's this there's there's another another one of those coming up. Uh Andrew Burge, US attorney for the Western District of Michigan, vowed to retry the accused ringleaders, Fox and Croft. Quote, we thought the jury would convict beyond reasonable doubt based on the evidence we put forward. We believe in the jury but, system. We have two defendants awaiting trial. I don't think Binger could have fucked this up that bad. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> he might have been able to. There's, there's, this is another. This is another one coming up, and 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 I know Magnus knows this story. The verdicts came almost exactly ten years after the acquittals of five men, five members of the Hotchery militia, following their trial in Detroit. Hotchery members were accused of talking about killing law enforcement officers and using weapons of mass destruction to attack the funeral possession, procession. They were acquitted of seditious conspiracy following the 2012 trial, marking one of the landmark losses for the federal prosecutors of Is Michigan it, in recent history. Hold on, hold on. It came me... out that the FBI came up with the whole plot again, dude. They, it's yes. the same script every yes. time. Yes, the FBI, FBI came up with it. Uh, let's see. Uh, um, uh, seven members uh, were released. Uh, or uh, um, seven defendants, the most serious charges related to conspiracy and decision, they were free to go. Uh, three of them pled guilty to weapons charges. Uh, they were <laughs> they, they were given credit for time served and released. Oh, and then they got all the property back. That's so awesome. My, my, my favorite like brief FBI entrapment story ever was was about the Viper militia in Arizona. It's my mm -hmm. favorite story. So the, the, the whole case is more complicated, but my favorite part of it is like, okay, how do we drum up support to go after these like this like boomer militia that ended up only having bolt action World War One rifles in their fucking compound? <laughs> how do we drum up? Well, I know. We'll 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 sell them as white supremacists, but there's an issue. Literally, <laughs> not, a, 
that was that was op that was pat that was patcon right yeah the fbi the fbi literally created a, well, yeah, a so, nazi militia yeah so so they <laughs> they go to these these boomer militia dudes and they have their ci go in and he like raises up to the ranks whatever to, to a voting member and then they have him for six meetings in a row vote to add mein kampf to their literature it unanimously gets voted down to the point where the dude almost blew his cover as a CI because it's like, bro, why do you keep wanting us to add Nazi shit? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh my god. Like, yeah. it's the most FBI story of all time. He's like, sir, I brought it up four times now. I think they're starting to catch on. No, do it a sixth time. <laughs> <laughs> no, guys, yeah, that was- trust me. Like, he's holding his lapel. Trust me, guys, we should really vote on this, right? <laughs> <laughs> what, what are you talking about? No, I'm not an informant. What? <laughs> but yeah, that was um that was Operation PatCon, which ran during the the 80s and the 90s. That was responsible for like Ruby Ridge and Waco and Oklahoma City and mm-hmm. a few other ones. And there was like three people arrested over like a decade of investigation, and they were all like on minor charges. Yeah, because 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 going all the way back to Operation Gladio. Yeah, PatCon is a Patriot conspiracy, by the way. Operation Patriot conspiracy. All all feds are Nazis or all Nazis are feds. That's just the thing because they seem to find each other all the time. They love working (laughs) with each other. They love creating each other. Was was it the the, the leader of the Proud Boy? Didn't he become an informant? He he used to be a confidential informant. Used to be. Used to be. Used to be. That's why when when the the Trumpers get all all butthurt hurt when I, I accuse Tario of being an informant, he admits to being a informant. He ran around with what Miami PD or some shit like that, uh, busting people for mushrooms for years. Yep. <laughs> Fuck you, you're an informant. <laughs> no, I, I used to be a bad guy, but I, I've totally turned my back, guys. Like, to- yes. promise. Right. Not yeah. once a snitch, always a snitch. Never mind. I swear. The guy that happens to get pop popped for for uh, uh 30 round magazine in the back seat of his car two days before January 6th happened. So he's comfortably sitting in jail while all of his homies that he fucking told to go got arrested. Mm, what a coincidence. This kind of weird to me. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's, I, I don't know what you're insinuating, but clearly that is mm-hmm. simply a lucky coincidence because how much worse mm-hmm. would it have been? If he had been there, clearly they're heroes that stopped him. He might have ripped down a BLM flag off of a fucking church and burned it like an idiot. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, he may have, have been the only thing purple. glowing. He may not have obeyed the velvet ropes in the hall. <laughs> Mother Come this way for the ever. insurrection, guys. Come this way. This way. <laughs> And we're we're walking, and we're walking, and we're (laughs) We're lighting our torches. We're lighting our torches. Okay. (laughs) Not a a mosquito. Not a mosquito in the area. He was going to have a Dan Bazarian moment where he goes mass off and runs up to a police officer. No, I'm a cop. It's okay. <laughs> Give me a gun. No. I love that moment. No. Yeah. Uh, extremism experts said it appeared that defense lawyers effectively sowed enough doubt among jurors after arguing throughout the trial that FBI agents and key informant Dan Chappell manipulated and entrapped the four defendants and plied them with marijuana. The devil's lettuce. You don't fucking say. Well, the ultimate question will be uh, 
will be, did the jury come to the conclusion that the mess of informants and the amount of stuff the defense threw was enough to muddy the waters, says John Lewis, a researcher. Uh, the program of extremism at George Muddy the waters by telling the truth. Yeah. You, <laughs> yep. By accusing us of doing exactly what we did. You are only going to confuse people as to what you did, which we made you do. Uh-huh. All right. Okay. Here's <laughs> this is okay. Hold on. I'm, I'm trying to get through this with a straight face. Whitmer, chief of staff, Joanne Holes, uh, responded to the verdict saying, quote, Today, Michigan, Michigan Anders and Americans, especially our children, are living through the normalization of political violence. The plot to kidnap and kill a governor, governor may seem like an anomaly, but we must be honest about what it really is. The result of violent, divisive rhetoric that is all too common across the country. There must be accountability and consequences for those who commit heinous crimes without accountability. Extremists will be beholden. It's the federal oh, government. Will, will, will embolden. Say, did, it's the federal government that was committing the crime that was the trying FBI. to kidnap and kill the governor. <laughs> <laughs> the federal government is known to commit crimes all across the world. Why should it surprise anybody that they commit them here too? Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just it's just it's just insane because like there must be accountability and consequences for those who commit heinous crimes. Because again, okay. like, like uh, um, like I said, like there's I, there, I think there's like three or four major details that made their case fall apart completely. But uh, I already brought up one of the fact that they that the, the federal officer that was running the op admitted that they were fucking falling apart at the seams mm-hmm. and weren't going to do anything together. That's one. The other one, and I have in this tweet right here. Which, which is just damning as hell to me, is uh, the whole kind of impetus for their arrest at the end of the day is like, okay, well, they went to Whitmer's house, but they didn't really do anything. They drive around, whatever. We need the moment. The FBI needs the moment where it's like, okay, these guys are, have, are getting together to finalize the plan or get gear or whatever. So the CI – texts all these guys and and quote from the lady who's quoting directly from the transcript of the court ask these guys to show up to a b-dubs and then they would leave and go to a warehouse to get kit and to get to i think like quote like medical kits and stuff like that so now we're all good people whatever if your Mm -hmm. friend says come like come pick up some gear your first thought isn't to jump to bombs or some shit it's it's fucking like like ifax or you know, optics for your gun or something like that, mm-hmm. whatever. And that's what Ear all pro. these guys assumed. They even included that the, uh, the guy had said, come get medical kits, probably IFAC pouches or whatever. Well, all these guys show up to B-dubs and they get swarmed by the FBI and arrested. And how was this sold in the press and, and from the FBI up until the court where they had to admit what was actually said? That they were meeting to get bombs. And that's what kit means. Mm-hmm. They were showing up to a warehouse yep. to get explosives until the FBI <laughs> even flipped. But actually, no, he told the dudes to show up and get some gear and medical equipment. Oops. That's why they didn't want these motherfuckers to testify. <laughs> this is fucking kit, right? This is kit. Fucking... My vest is kit. This is kit. Andrew, I hate to say it, but those knee pads look well-worn. Yep. They are. (laughs) Dude, for the record, those knee pads have been on four continents. (laughs) There's a reason they're worn. Yeah. Um, (laughs) The acquittals and mistrial come one year after the first sign of trouble in the case. 
In March 2021, federal prosecutors dumped one of their lead informants, Wisconsin felon Stephen Robeson, and indicted him on federal gun crime. Which that that was the guy I I, <laughs> I referenced. Oh, I, I I don't know if I brought that up before we went live or if we said it when I was live of the guy that uh, they he was in, he was pretty sure he was instructed by the FBI or used his connections as an FBI informant to buy. I think it was he actually bought like like a a, a Barrett fifty cal or some shit mm-hmm. while fe- while as a felon while being a contra- yeah. co- confidential yeah. informant and then got arrested for it. So like. And then that was, uh, I think it was either that guy or the guy that beat his wife that they, that, this, is, this is, this is, yeah, Robeson, Robeson is the one that beat his wife. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's the guy that, they oh, no, 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 no. Trask, Trask is the one that beat his wife. Yeah. Two I was saying, I'm pretty guys sure that was, yeah, that was Trask that beat his wife. Did he used Robeson's to be a cop because that would make sense. No, uh, no, Trask, Trask was an FBI agent. <laughs> yes. And, it, yeah. and that was the best part. They, they tried well, to turn around and accuse him of being a double agent. Yeah, uh, that's what that's He's what it says. Uh, that's Robeson, why he beat his wife. Uh, Wisconsin felon <laughs> Robeson indicted him federal gun crime. Prosecutors accused him of working as a double agent, offering to finance attacks and use a drone to commit domestic terrorism. The Robeson scandal would soon be followed by more warning signs. FBI agent Richard Trask served as the FBI's public face in the Whitmer case, testifying in federal court about the investigation until he was arrested in July, accused of beating his wife after a swingers party, fired and convicted of assault. <laughs> It's just, it's, dude, I can't, like, if, if you try to write this. It was, it was an orgy, it was an orgy in Kalamazoo. I just want to put that out there. He beat his wife after an orgy in Kalamazoo. Just that line. If you tried to, if like Netflix tried to write an, about an FBI field office at like the way they do like with space force they try to do the same kind of show no one would watch it because they'd be like this is too ridiculous no yeah. one is ever going to believe that anything this absurd is actually going to happen you'd yeah. have to have a laugh track and this is yeah, with space force everybody could believe it all right uh two and a half paragraphs uh defense lawyers raised more questions about two other fbi case agents including one accused of trying to profit off the case by creating a cybersecurity firm while insisting government informants especially chapel uh invent and invented the conspiracy and entrapped the defendants quote to me this was a signal a rogue fbi agent trying to line his own pockets with his own cybersecurity company and then pushing the conspiracy that just never was never was never was going to be our governor was never in any danger quote i think the jury even though they didn't get all of it they smelled enough of it because that that was the first kind of chink in the armor if we want to go like timeline wise was Mm -hmm. this idiot was on facebook tweeting about the upcoming arrests before they happened (laughs) (laughs) while while marketing his cyber security company (laughs) John C. <laughs> Riley could not play a more convincingly inept agent. <laughs> Actually, I, I, can, I, I have the article right here. So, because uh, they got subpoenaed, subpoenaed right here from BuzzFeed News. Uh, one of the lead FBI agents listed in the in the case appears to have tweeted about an FBI investigation into the Michigan kidnapping plot before it went public. <laughs> <laughs> On the afternoon of long before anyone got arrested, a Twitter account known for right-wing trolling in, in issued an enigmatic warning. Don't worry, Michigan. I told you a lot more coming soon. 
provided no other details, but just hours later, the FBI raided these guys. Turned out those were the lead feds in the case. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, like all good, good Twitter shills under every one of his tweets was my cybersecurity company. (laughs) God damn it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Like that's, I mean, like, yeah, yeah, no, no, guys, we should totally do that. No, no, I, yeah, I'll, I'll meet you guys in a second. It's, actually, you know what? I just got a text. I got to go. Um... Yeah. <laughs> Which Hold I, on. I, almost, I almost feel like that was a, he, he, there's, there's a chance that he was the smartest dude in the agency at that moment because there's, there's a distinct possibility that he was sitting there watching the shit show go down and being like, oh, God. At least I'm gonna get some get some traffic to my business before this all goes up in flames. <laughs> the the <laughs> smartest me guy me in the FBI. How many CIs <laughs> do we have? Oh God! <laughs> uh, how many CIs do we have involved in this? How many non-CIs are involved like, in this? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's, 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 it's hilarious. Like, like I mean, uh, like it was like 12 of the 15 that were arrested on the conspiracy charge. We're, we're like we're, we're CIs or FBI agents, yeah. and it was like it was like twenty four of forty total overall that were like FBI or FBI informants. Yeah, the, but, the entire the I think it's um it was either Ohio or Tennessee I forget which state three percenter chapter was totally manufactured and run by the FBI and that's how who, who was like liaisoning with yeah. these guys in Michigan was totally just like a manufactured <laughs> FBI operation <laughs> to the point where they had a CI swear into their fake fed militia in front of the guys to make it seem more legit. Oh, wow. <laughs> See, you know, and the thing is is like if you picture it, picture that moment <laughs> that like the way that you know how in movies it's always portrayed like that the CIs get cuffed and then they get uncuffed and like you know and the people who are actually going down see it and everything like imagine if this huge group gets cuffed and then like only three dudes (laughs) are standing there and the entire rest of everybody at this meeting is just getting uncuffed and like yeah yeah hey congratulations like (laughs) like, are you are you serious right now like they're looking at each other oh dude you're fbi too oh yeah (laughs) three years like two like two of them Two of them are the, it's are like, the uh, only. What was, all what I was can the, see no. right now is the Spider-Man meme, except there's like yeah, everybody. No, it's, it's like it's like d- d- the Detroit where the Detroit Drug Task Force tried to <laughs> arrest the county sheriff drug task force at the. Dude, that's my favorite Michigan. That's pure Michigan right there. When you see the pure <laughs> Michigan ads, it's it's literally it's literally uh, Wayne County Wayne County Sheriff's Department getting into fist fights with DPD over over both trying to pretend to be drug dealers. <laughs> well, because they're the only ones who would believe that they're drug dealers. Everyone else is like, "Nah, you're you're definitely fucking narc." Like, which by the way, uh, to to all these CIs and undercovers, I don't know if you watched that video that came out yesterday of a, a particular law enforcement officer getting lit the fuck up by another particular law enforcement officer because he didn't know he was a confidential he didn't know he was an undercover cop yeah. might want to might want to quit your day job fellas yeah. <laughs> don't forget you know, that, that's, don't... that's one of those circumstances where you actually get some good news out of these though well yeah i mean but don't forget like um if you haven't watched uh the movie about the the Tupac Biggie investigation, right? The guy who was investigating Biggie and how that all got kicked off with him was one undercover cop killing another undercover cop because of a road rage incident. And then things just snowballed from there. Like, 
shit like that happens all the fucking mm-hmm. time yeah. where two undercover cops draw weapons on each other. I mean, you if know, you think about it, it's got to be so common at this point. If you just carried a fake badge, they would probably believe you and let you go. Because like, like, <laughs> they can't be certain. <laughs> well, I mean, especially, especially now that they're even involving Capitol Police in like in like state crime shit across the country of you have so many federal agencies and then these divisions of like you, you could legitimately have the FBI the U.S. Marshals, the ATF, the DEA, the Highway Patrol, the, the county sheriff's office, and the state police all working a case and not know because they don't no. fucking talk to each other. Because <laughs> that's just right. like, I mean, it's there's that you got to write a sitcom about it though, and and the guy who's got to be the head, right, the head of the FBI field office is the dude from the the um, farmers insurance commercials. <laughs> that guy, he's got to be like the head of the fbi and just constantly going jesus is a clusterfuck oh my god you're idiots oh jesus. <laughs> someone make a sitcom where, where it is literally just like 18 different departments all working a case and none of them the know entire, they're all cops the entire show starts off with that guy <laughs> sitting behind his desk going over a, a report and he's just flipping through it and then it cuts to the show <laughs> and then, <laughs> It just is a big newspaper like, clo- clipping right. of like like FBI scandal, no charges, and something plot. And it's just like him. Let's body bags wheeling past him in the hallway, just constantly. And you see guys with FBI jackets, and then ATF jackets, and then DEA jackets, US and like just wheeling U.S. Marshals just wheeling all these yeah. guys. It's just a massive shootout in a warehouse, and literally no one wasn't a federal agent. <laughs> uh, we're going to jump over to the to the Beauvoir op-ed. Um, skip a few paragraphs. Uh, Whitmer enraged many Michiganers by placing an entire state under house arrest after the outbreak of COVID-19. Anyone left in their home, anyone left their home to visit family or friends risked a $1,000 fine and business owners faced three years of prison for refusing to close their stores. Unemployment soared to 24%. Um, Whitmer was denounced at protests and on the Facebook page of the Wolverine Watchmen, where angry anti-government bluster poured forth. Facebook's chief, Mark Zuckerberg, testified to Congress in October 2020 that Facebook had, quote, identified the Whitmer kidnap plot, quote, as a signal to the FBI about six months ago regarding, quote, suspicious activity on our platform. FBI signals FBI informant via Facebook. But the plot, but the but the plot, the plot didn't exist at that point. That is until multiple government-paid newcomers joined the group. Stephen Robeson, an FBI informant with a list of felonies and other crimes, organized key events to build the movement. How awful an informant are you that you still wind up with felonies? Dan (laughs) Chapel, another (laughs) FBI informant who was paid fifty-four thousand dollars became the second-in-command and mastermind of the military training for the group, even as he helped the feds wiretape or wire wiretape their messages. Hold on. Though several militia members explicitly opposed kidnapping the governor, Chapel and Robeson helped launch a ludicrous plot to snatch Whitmer from her vacation home and take her away for trial. FBI operatives took the participants who prattled idiotically about stealing a Black Hawk helicopter for drives near the Whitmer's vacation home and supposedly proved they were going to nab the governor and unleash havoc. 
no one will ever notice a missing fucking UH sixty. <laughs> They're so easy to misplace. Well, yeah, every, everyone like nope. like there is kind of this narrative of like, oh, these guys were stupid. I don't. I just think they were shit posting. I think they were just drunk with their homies in a basement, just fucking like talking about the most absurd. Yep. Like, I, yeah, I yeah. really make memes. I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm gonna steal a little bird and go attack Google headquarters. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> like, yeah, and it, like that's it, that's what it, it's it's a it's a smoke pit right like it's yeah. it's your homies you're hanging around you're having a bud you're having some beers you start talking shit that's that's li- that was literally the entire plot that, that well, yeah that and i mean never this happens is, yeah this is yeah and that's the thing is like and despite everything like them but all but like hitting them with cattle prods and going you know like other than like founding some sort of like new greek fraternity and demanding that as pledges they go do this thing they did everything they could to get them to commit an overt act and they still didn't bro, commit an actual overt act bro mm-hmm. some of them on the tapes referred to adam fox as captain retard <laughs> no, no, no! It, it's what he did. They, it was Captain Autism, even better. Or Captain Autism, Captain whatever. Autism. Yeah. Captain Autism. It's just it. <sighs> like, which again, everyone here, everyone here has gotten a low hot. That's how we talk about all of us. That's how we all. Yeah, talk we're about just. <laughs> yep. Uh, it was all we're set all up shortly before the excursion. Us, right? An FBI agent text instructions to Chapel. "Quote: Mission is to kill the governor specifically." There were as many FBI informants and undercover agents as there were perpetrated uh, plotters in the case. More. Uh, more. Yes. <laughs> Significantly more. Um, we don't the need to scales read... of justice were tipped a little bit. Uh, <laughs> we don't need to read this article again, but I just want to point it out there again. Uh, the conspiracy began unraveling even before the trial began last March. Robert Trask, who, led the, who was a lead FBI agent in the public face of the kidnapping case, was fired after he was arrested for, quote, beating his wife during an argument over an orgy that the two had attended a, at a hotel in Kalamazoo, Michigan. That that really does remind me that of was, the end that of... Was a, uh, that was a New York Times headline, by the way. Yeah, the, the end of Burn After Reading. Like you've ever seen Burn After Reading, uh-huh. the, that ending where the, the killing the dude with the, the hammer and our agent had to intervene. And like, it really reminds me of that moment. Jesus. Yes. Jesus. <laughs> How do we not know that his wife was not also a CI? I mean, at this point, can we rule it out? Maybe the um, beating was staged in order to get him fired so they could charge him too. <laughs> uh, entrapment operations exploded thanks to the court rulings of uh, 1973. Uh, Trevor uh, Aronson, author of the quote, The Terror Factory Inside the FBI's Manufacturing on Terrorism, estimated that only about 1% of the 500 people charged with international terrorism offenses in the decades after 9-11 were bona fide threats. 30 times as many were in Induced by the FBI to behave in ways that prompted their arrest. That's the stat I brought up earlier. Thanks to Supreme Court rules, rulings minimizing entrapment defenses, federal judge Robert Jonker, or Yonker, uh, blocked defense attorneys from informing the jury of almost all the evidence of federal misconduct in the Whitmer case. It just uh, it, it blows my it just the whole thing blows my mind that like hold on give me two paragraphs uh, as buzzfeed's ken bezinger uh benzinger uh responded the jury refused to convict quote despite the government's extraordinary efforts to muzzle the defense prosecutors went to extraordinary lengths to exclude evidence and witnesses that might undermine their arguments while winning the right to bring in almost anything favorable to their own side 
It, Buzz, BuzzFeed also noted that the judge, quote, ruled that defendants could not inquire about the past conduct of several FBI agents, though the government would be allowed to question the defendants about episodes in their past. But the jury saw enough to smell a federal rat. Yeah. Magnus, did you freeze? I think Magnus is frozen. Oh, mm-hmm. that's a bummer. He'll go, he'll come back around. Sorry, yeah. go ahead. What were you going to say? Oh, I, I was going to say, like, it, it. what blows my mind about this whole thing is that it's just like, not only, not only did they manage to completely fuck up everything by just like being so going so full Asian provocateur that there was no way that anyone could believe it wasn't entrapment. But then it's, it's so blatant that like, even again, even Buzzfeed is like, Holy shit. This is super obvious. What the fuck is going on when even when, when everybody, everybody universally is going, wow, you guys are fucking insane. You are really dumb. Holy shit. You, it's maybe time to reflect as an agency. Yeah, when, when, you, when you have a three to one <laughs> ratio of FBI agents and informants to actual, like, quote unquote, perpetrators, <laughs> if that doesn't start raising your eyebrows, I don't know what will. Like, you have to have a, just an irrational support of federal agencies if you do not, like, start going, hmm. Well, yeah. It, the sad then, thing is, is I know way too many of them, like, that I work with working in healthcare that are that far gone. Well, they're just like, Oh, I don't know how the hell they didn't get them. I mean, they had them. Well, it's because they don't know anything about the case. And like, it, right. I, I, I can kind of understand because it's so complicated and really like you do have to dig in and get more and more of the details. And then like, I feel like if I could sit most people down and walk them through the case, they would at least be like, well, these were bad. Dudes. Like, the FBI were idiots and it's like that at least you know like anything else outside of that is irrational yeah <laughs> uh the yeah, time you can't on, possibly believe that these guys are good guys like you I, can't look at this and think that any of these cis any of these agents is a good person or a good cop hold on like, okay the, the times the times reported in january january was before the trial times reported in january that the michigan case was quote one of the most significant recent domestic terrorism cases a test of Washington's commitment to pursue far-right groups who seek to kindle a violent anti-government insurgency. Far-right. Yes. I love how our articles, like, literally in the same thing, will be like, far-right, but they hate cops. Yeah, yeah. I mean... <laughs> I, I love what they, they did the same thing with, with uh, Benjamin Teeter, where Benjamin Teeter was, like, an anarcho-communist. They're like, far-right gun extremists. Yeah, yeah, I I loved when that happened too, because I'm just like, yeah, the, the the dude with the like the the rainbow brony flag on his vest and like the hammer and sickle, he's definitely <laughs> very very far right, ultra conservative, crazy. Are you paying attention at all? <laughs> yeah, and again, like it, it, it's funny too because like. You know, I've I've admitted to this. This is funny that I I myself have gone with people and stood outside of Gretchen Whitmer's home with with AR-15s and megaphones and yelled at her for uh, allowing a particular thing mm-hmm. to happen in Grand Rapids, where state police shot a dude point blank in the face with a fucking uh, rotary. What is it? The fucking Mark nineteen, whatever. Yeah, you got rotary. you got you got on the map for doing a speech on the Capitol House steps. <laughs> 
Yeah, right. like like uh, Michigan State Police shot a dude right in the face with a fucking smoke uh, smoke round out of a launcher, like maybe six yards mm-hmm. away, just blasted him right in the face with it. And that was while Whitmer was like grandstanding about George Floyd and everything, while her state police are like shooting people in Grand Rapids. It's like fuck yourself <laughs> with forty millimeter gas grenades. Yeah, yeah, out of an M three hundred two. Like yeah. that's yeah, and don't it, feel good. Yeah, no, no there's probably, I've actually seen I have seen video of what can happen um, because those smoke rounds can penetrate. Yeah, at that range it's um, metal they're not I, meant to hit you yeah and i actually watched uh, a video of smoke pouring from a dude's eyes mouth and ears and his nose because it was lodged in his sinuses and blaring smoke and he's rolling around and it's horrifying to watch yeah so so that's 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 the whole thing there and like uh Nobody's really talked about it, but I just know from personal experience, there was more than a few guys that I knew personally that got raided after those arrests for potential connections to it. And like when the FBI rate like goes as far to raid your house and then lets you go, then you know it's a shit show. And uh, it happened to my my buddy Brian Pruffinger. Uh, he he's like an attorney up in uh up in Bay City and everything like that. They raided him and took all of his guns, all of his like attorney equipment, all of his financial mm-hmm. like records and stuff like that, took all of that. And then we're like, oh, uh, I guess you're not connected to this all. You were literally just in a Facebook chat with these guys, which uh, I don't know if everybody remembers the Facebook boog days. We were in a chats with a lot of people that are in jail. Yeah, a lot of people. <laughs> a lot mm-hmm. of people. And, uh, and, but they haven't given him any of the shit back yet. It's been what, like almost two years? And he took they, all guns, so, they, all so they stole shit from an attorney, including like confidential financial records and everything. Mm-hmm. And they just, they're just not giving it back. Yeah. If you ever went yep. to a financial ter- attorney anywhere around Saginaw, uh, I hope it wasn't him because the FBI has your shit now. Yep. All <laughs> right. Uh, let's see. There's a couple of paragraphs I want to get to right here. Uh, when the arrests were announced in October, 2020, a top justice department attorney proclaimed that the case showed quote, our state and federal governments are working together to keep us all safe. <laughs> <laughs> But the state, or but the case actually illustrates how the Supreme Court and federal judges have entitled federal agents to create the crimes they claim to thwart. Prior to the 1970s, defendants often successfully challenged entrapment as a violation of due process. But in 1973, the Supreme Court, in an opinion written by Chief Justice William Reichwest, gutted most defenses against government entrapment by focusing almost solely on the, quote, subjective disposition of the entrapped person. If prosecutors can find any inkling of the defendant's disposition of the crime, then that person is guilty, no matter how outrageous or abusive the government agent's behavior. Coming from fucking Rehnquist, I am not surprised at all. That yeah. is a yes. well, that, tool. That shifted, that shifted American justice on, from a, kind of a unique thing that was anti-agent uh, provocateur to mm-hmm. more of a European model, yeah. because like in France, agent provocateur is totally allowed. So yeah. you uh, can entrap people all yeah. you want. Justice William Brennan dissented, warning that the decision could empower law enforcement agents agents to quote round up and jail all predisposed individuals. Yep. Hmm. Hmm. There's, almost, there's a point like there. A, um, I might be wrong about this, but of all of the coverage 
that I have consumed on this case and Scott Horton talking about it and BuzzFeed and the, and the report and even the court from what I saw that came out of it, we were working with local law enforcement. Have any of you guys seen any reference to Michigan State Police? Have you guys nope. seen any reference to no, any none. sheriff? Or, no, it was just the FBI in their own little universe. The, the, the local law enforcement was like, dude, you guys completely fucked this. We want no part of it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, can we get your assist on this arrest? Let me see the details no. of the case. Fuck no. no. <laughs> Who am you I want to arrest 21 people and all of them except for four are CIs? Okay. It wasn't four. I think it was like six. But two of those already pled guilty. Yeah. And they got like really light sentences. Yeah. Well, they haven't been sentenced yet. They're hoping they're hoping for yeah. reduced sentences because of this. But <laughs> I would demand a jury trial now at this point. Yeah. I yeah. I mean, my plea. Goof, goof, goof on you guys. I mean, I understand you were scared. The FBI was threatening mm-hmm. to put you away for the rest of your life, but damn, you just would have held on. Like, cause the case for them was even more flimsy. Cause like Fox yeah. and all of those at least could argue were like upper echelon. These were just dudes. They would have yeah. walked. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, well, that's, that's what I was saying with like the, the scene where they all get like uncuffed. Like there's three guys who stay cuffed. Two of them are actually members of the militia. Like one was just delivering a fucking pizza. Like, <laughs> one was the UPS driver bringing their plate carriers. Yeah, right. he's like, what, "What's going on, man?" I was here to give the stop a bleed course, and everyone here is a fed. Yeah, what is going on? <laughs> no, God, if only they could do that to their budget. Right. No. All, Stop the all three of them. No. All three of them are like Jehovah's Witnesses that had showed up. Like everybody else is agents, and they just arrest three Jehovah's Witnesses. <laughs> that, that was the question I did want to ask, though, because uh, they brought up how bad Whitmer's um, lockdowns was. I, I'm only super, a little bit familiar with some of the more extreme cases, but uh, did any of y'all states ban uh, getting gas for boats? So effectively no. banning fishing. Did no. any of your guys' no, states? I, I'm in the San Francisco Bay Area, uh, and California was bad, but the San Francisco Bay Area, which is like the nine counties in the Bay Area, like they, they have their own government. Really, they do have their own government. They had they had like really heavy um, lockdowns, but we didn't even have anything like that. Like, I mean, did, did the, you guys like Walmart, have any? Like Walmart was completely open. You just had to. I was say, did you guys have any like uh, uh, European style where uh, stores were banned from selling non-essential products? No, no. Did if you, the store did you was guys open, have, you could buy whatever was in there. Did did you guys have an explicit ban on seeds? No, that no. Actually, Welcome they tried that. They tried that. Uh, Evers tried that out of the gate, and he got shot down immediately. Um, I think a lot of people underestimate. At one point, I was going to say, at one point, there was an instance where there was like this neighborhood over by the. I want to say it was in the Oshkosh area. And the guy or the police showed up because this woman had let her kids go outside to play with the kids next door. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so they showed up and they told her that if they catch them out there again, then she's going to go to jail and her kids are going to become wards of the state. Yeah, I think I think Michigan's really worse. And then Washington's and the Washington's and Oregon's like Washington, like shut down like all. Um, yeah, because uh, elective, then- elective medical procedures like one, one of the podcasts mm-hmm. I listened to prepping 2.0 um, the 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 male host Glenn Tate like he was supposed to have a colonoscopy. Right. And then and then, you know, they shut down the elective procedures. I don't know why colonoscopy is a, an elective procedure. 
and um, uh, went by like that six months. Sound like something I do for yeah, went, Fletcher, right? yeah. <laughs> went went by went by like six months, uh, and then got really sick and went to the hospital. And the and the, doc, and the hospital's like, oh shit, well you have a tumor that a routine colonoscopy would have you know found. That's been on the rise all across the country. I mean, uh, colorectal cancer, and anybody over the age of 40 is we on don't the wanna, extreme We really rise. don't want to talk about rectal cancer at this point. But I was just talking about the lockdown. But yeah, I was just saying, I, was, I only bring it up because uh, uh, the reason, like, a lot of people forget just how bad, like, Michigan was definitely in the top five for lockdowns. But the reason why it isn't talked about anymore was kind of how the Watchmen come into this story because just like a month into her trying to pull this bullshit, everyone from the northern half of the state went to the yeah. Capitol. With guns, <laughs> and they, yep. and, and and that was like the original, like uh, what happened in Lansing that day was kind of like the proto January sixth because they tried uh-huh. to claim that these guys stormed the building and that they had like pushed their way and they were fighting cops or whatever. Uh, I had a lot of friends that were there, and there's pictures of them being temperature checked by state police and then waved uh-huh. in the door. Uh, Washington and Washington, <laughs> they went into the state house armed also, and it turned out that uh, uh, one of the state reps had like opened a side door. Yep. And let them so in. It really was like the test, like I said, and then the main FBI guy went to DC. So that's a whole nother thing. But it was mm-hmm. kind of like this proto January 6th thing going on with them. And like because of that, the northern half of the state got opened and the southern half of the state was still like more locked down. So people were partying in northern Michigan when the southern half of the state mm-hmm. was still locked down. And it got well, to the point where the whole reason I got blocked off of Facebook is the Republican nominee for my my uh district in michigan was trying to get the county sheriffs to block the interstate to prevent people from southern michigan coming up north to party to avoid (laughs) and obviously me i was calling him a fucking idiot and that he should you know you know take a long walk off a short pier. oh man facebook so that well, yeah, I mean, uh, Andrew lives in a minor, minor urban area, and I live in an extremely rural area. And out here, throughout the entire thing, nothing really changed, other than the woman at the at the local store who rammed me with her cart for not wearing a face diaper. Yeah. So they, um, they said, like that's that's the important detail of like other than, like how bad the lockdown. Oh, she was bad. Why people were oh, yeah. so pissed uh-huh. because like uh, uh, not to mention um. Michigan unemployment, I think it wasn't 20, until, 24 24 percent. It says is, is what it went up to. Yeah, and, and uh, the the unemployment agency didn't think to send uh, send out uh, like have any kind of system for people that were uh, contractors. I'm forgetting it. it's not it's not W two. It's a uh, 1099. Yeah, they they didn't have any plan for anyone who was 1099 until like four months into lockdown, which included me as a, as a vendor. I'm 1099, so every painter every self-employed truck driver every like all those people were fucked for four months with no unemployment and it was like yeah like and yeah. that's that's people what were people were pissed like, to, to, to fed post for just a second uh if this was a legitimate i said fed post and magnus's camera turned off <laughs> 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 so like if if this was a legitimate plot like i can't fault them no, yeah, right. I, I remember Andrew and I talking about this face to face. We were at the range one of those times. Yeah, I remember. Got, us, it, you know what's funny is that was actually when we were talking about that. 
was when that ATF guy showed up at the Speaking range. It was. That was hilarious. That was. <laughs> so so the, if anybody hasn't listened to the show to, to know what that story is. So we're me and Chris are at the range and we're just shooting and, and talking about the Whitmer case and, and just shooting and just having a good time. This white Camaro pulls up. And it's got absolutely blackout tinted windows. You cannot possibly see in this car. It rolls down. None of us has ever seen this thing at the range before. It turns and it backs up and then stops and just parks. No one ever gets out. Door doesn't open. It just sits there for a while. But what was really funny is I happened to pull out my phone. Now, cell service down there is generally really absolutely shit. And I pulled out my phone to check text messages just in case. And I had full service. Yeah, all of a sudden our cell phones connect, everything's going well. The dude is sitting there, it's it's hot, it's the summer. So dude opens the door to the car and you can see in, and it is non-stopped electronics. Like starting yep. just to the right of the gauge cluster, it is nothing but readouts and dials and just non-stopped so electronics. Essentially a, a, a patrol cruiser's worth of shit just sitting in the front more. seat. It's, it was oh, it's more. So it, much was, more. it was like a surveillance van crammed into a Camaro. Crammed into a Camaro, yeah. So it's just, and it's nothing but that, and the dude never gets out. He just opens the door like that far and then sits there in the car. Yep. And he's got a cell phone out. He never makes any eye contact. He's got a hat pulled down. He never looks at anybody, and he's just sitting there for a while. And just sits there for like an hour. He just yep. sits there. Yeah, Doesn't do anything. Never gets out. There's there's a camera in the back. They recorded you. Yeah. Oh, And absolutely. then finally, well, then finally, Lindsay says something. And, and Lindsay and Chris start to go towards the vehicle. And Chris because is at, armed. See, as, a, as a member down there, I go around and when I'm out there and I check to make sure people that are shooting have memberships. Because it is a shooting club. Fucking yeah, club. up the hill there's a gate. Like you have yeah, to get it says right on it. Membership member. required beyond this point. So I start mm -hmm. walking over. I'm just gonna ask him for his membership card. I'm I have my weapon with me because I just got off the firing line and Andrew's taking my bench. And as I'm walking over, he closes the door and drives away. Just immediately slams the door and takes off. Because that was like that was like the whole the whole um like October to I think like uh that summer 2021 was where there was the full court FBI press against like our entire fucking movement. Cause that's yep. where Teeter went mm -hmm. down. That's when the watchman things went down. That's when they rolled on uh, all of the UPG guys in Louisville. Like, like they, mm -hmm. they were, that was their moment to just try to grab as many people. And most oh, yeah. of those cases have fallen through or fallen apart or fucking gone to shit. The only ones that have gone through are the people that pled out instead of going to trial. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah, that well, was those when are the that ones was... they tout to successes because oh, we put this dangerous extremist away. They pled, they pled out because you were bullying the fuck out of them. If they had taken that they shit to trial, they'd have walked. Yep. Yeah, because they they oh. tried they tried to get they tried to get John in Louisville on a felony inciting a riot and communications crime and firing uh firing on a vehicle until they realized that the the instance that he fired on a vehicle was in self-defense because it literally tried to run a bunch of people over at a fucking protest like literally a big tahoe like flying at a group of people full speed 60 miles per hour he shot at it so that ended up just getting dropped to him only spending six months in jail so it's like well shit if it was a tahoe it's probably agents provocateur <laughs> Well, yeah, that's that's the thing. Never, never got any word about that. The cops never identified him, even though there's like five angles of cameras of this truck speeding towards these people. All right, you guys want to, you guys want to have a good laugh? 
Oh yeah, are we getting to the really All good right. one? Let's let's get to this op-ed I from. Uh... Oh lord. It's gonna have my favorite <laughs> quote in it. Tell me when you get to the part about their girlfriends. Yeah, this is uh this is this is an op-ed from NBC News. Um, <laughs> it's written by oh, Nina or Nina Burley. She's the author of Virus Vaccinations, the CDC, and the hijacking of America's response to the pandemic. Oh lord. Oh, this is going to be very sane. This Bro, is going to be fun. The first two sentences are just... Well, this is the most uh, unhinged shit I've ever can, read. Can I read the first couple sentences? Go ahead. If you want to read the first two sentences, go ahead. All right, first oh. two sentences. Daddy, do you want a Dorito? A little girl's voice asked. Honey, I'm making explosives. Can you get away from me, please? That's the recorded exchange between Delaware trucker Barry Croft Jr. and his daughter was just one of hundreds of examples of audio, video, and online chatter prosecutors presented to the jury considering the fate of the four men accused of plotting to kidnap Governor Gretchen Whitmer in the fall of 2020. The fuck does Uh, Delaware even have to do with it? This Delaware, one of the guys was from or some shit. This was like a Croft thing. Croft is Croft is one of the ones of the uh, the alleged leader. Uh, that was the the hung jury oh on him. And and by the way, as, as many times as the FBI has brought up explosives in this case, multiple times they they never found even explosive compounds, not even some tannerite at any of these nope. motherfuckers' houses. No, nope. um, Croft and three other men were charged with <laughs> the alleged plot. Were associated with an armed anti-government gang called the Wolverine Watchmen. But on Friday, a federal jury did not convict any of the men. <laughs> Brandon Castera and Daniel Harris were found not guilty of conspiracy. Uh, the jurors deadlocked on Barry Croft and Adam Fox with the judge declaring a mistrial on those counts. And by the way, I, I, I forgot to mention, it'll be really quick. I love how they threw in that the entire jury was all white as if that wasn't a, like a point in their favor or something. Dude, if you had any black dude, black woman, don't give a fuck on there, they would have thrown that shit out even faster. Are you kidding? Me? Yeah, they would have been like, oh hell no. Hell no. <laughs> the trial let's see the trial has been closely watched because of its potential implications for the increasingly bizarre relationship between Trumpist conservatives and law enforcement. I'm confused. Are they anti-government domestic violent extremists? Or are they pro <laughs> Trump, Trump? Trumpist conservative? They're, they're mutually exclusive points here, guys. Cop, yeah, cop, like you cop, cop hating, <laughs> cop, hate, uh, cop hating anarchist Trump supporters. <laughs> <laughs> they hate government so much that they want God Emperor. Oh uh, yeah, they're they're an armed oh. armed anti-government gang. Uh and they're Trumpist conservatives uh who don't like law enforcement. Hmm. Yeah, let that one sink in. Sure, Dan. <sighs> yeah. Uh, in fall 2020, during the final tense, and this is fall 2020, during the final tense COVID-infested weeks before the election, with the prospect of political violence on the horizon, authorities arrested and charged 13 men with crimes simultaneously ridiculous and sinister. Prosecutors say members of a Michigan militia enraged at their female governor's COVID lockdown orders spent months plotting and training with the stated aim of capturing Whitmer and either putting her on trial or executing her or abandoning her on Lake Michigan in a boat without an engine. I'm just saying abandoning her in a boat without an engine on Lake Michigan would be funny. funny. 
Yeah, that'd be fucking hilarious. I mean, like, yeah. Oh, yes. The fact capturing a capturing a governor is like capturing the pawn in front of your king in chess. It's, but I mean, like the 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 fact that her sex organs are internal and not external only matters to you, fuckface. It mattered to no one else (laughs) at all. Except for the people that were getting that woman from Michigan stickers and tattoos and shit like that because the cult of personality Whitmer thing got so big oh. after this. And then the worse the case looked, the more quiet Whitmer got. And she just slowly sunk from the public and nobody ever was yeah. like, I'm just not gonna talk about this anymore. Although yeah. I did like some of the posters that guys were that people were holding that during the shit in Lansing, where there was it was like Heil Whitmer. Yeah, Heil Whitmer. William yeah. that was fantastic. Epic. Yes. Uh, defense lawyers have argued that the government entrapped politically outspoken but otherwise law-abiding men who were simultaneously exercising the First and Second Amendment rights to speak freely and collect weapons. Typically, entrapment is extremely hard to prove, but U.S. allows law enforcers to use the tactic against someone with a, quote, predisposition to commit a crime. Defendants must also essentially admit to the allegations then prove that undercover agents or informants deceived them into the activities. That that's not necessarily the case, though. <laughs> that's that's not how law works. When, well, when that's, especially when you consider the fact uh, that it was the fucking feds who came up with I the mean, plot in the first place. Te- technically, you know, a, a defensive entrapment is an affirmative defense legally in legalistic <sighs> terms, but. Like I said, and I, I broke down the whole thing of, of entrapment beforehand, and like literally, the, this is textbook. It would have never happened. It would, the whole thing would not exist. Right. Yeah. It, 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 short of actually hitting them with cattle prods repeatedly and going, no, you need to do this. They did everything they could to make people who <laughs> didn't want to do this. I, I come do on. It. The government provided them with pot to smoke. the federal government which declares pot is still illegal provided them with a schedule one drug while they Uh, were hanging out getting the fbi which is in charge of enforcing federal marijuana prohibition (sighs) provided them with pot to smoke well, they probably had a big enough fucking stock. Well, yeah, they probably took it from somebody else, some poor college kid who was like, yep. uh, oh, nonetheless, the, the pleadings of defense attorneys got mainstream coverage during the long period between arrest and the trial were enthusiastically amplified by the larger right wing messaging machine. Yes, <laughs> such as BuzzFeed News. Max Blumenthal. <laughs> wow. All the noted incredibly right-wing mouthpieces. Glenn oh. Greenwald, Jimmy Dore, Tucker yeah. Carlson. We all Fred know. Hampton oh. leftists. <laughs> we all know just how incredibly right-wing white supremacists. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Like there is a bigger goal here. By eroding trust in law enforcement, the far right can continue to claim the January 6th insurrection was nothing more than an exercise of free speech. They wait. stayed inside the wait. fucking ropes. What? Wait, no, 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 wait. Wait, 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 wait. Hold By on, I'll read that I'll read that entire paragraph again. Nonetheless, the pleadings of defense attorneys got mainstream coverage during the long period between arrest and the trial were enthusiastically amplified by the larger right-wing messaging machine. There is a bigger goal here. By eroding trust in law enforcement, 
The far right can continue to claim the January 6th insurrection was nothing more than an exercise in free speech. Because as we all know, there is nothing that the right wing loves more than eroding trust in law enforcement. <laughs> How, okay, there's, let's see. Uh, <laughs> You're almost by, the lar- by the larger right wing messaging machine. Okay, that's a lie. Oh yeah, all of the hyper right wing mass eroding media trust elements. in law enforcement. That's a lie. January six was an insurrection. Uh, no, <laughs> it's just like worst times insurrection ever. Oh, like no beheadings. Worst insurrection ever. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, Fox you know, News personality. Even, even when they had their pro, their giant protest against the lockdowns in Madison, at least there was a guy driving around this Capitol Square with a guillotine in the back of his. Yeah, yeah I love oh. that. That was a fully functional guillotine, by the <laughs> yes, way. Yes, it was. It was actually sharpened, and the blade could drop. Like <laughs> everything was functional on that guillotine. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. I'm trying He's from three together. towns I'm, over. I know where I'm he is. Trying lives. to keep it together. Fox News personality Tucker Carlson's three-point documentary, uh, Patriot Purge, went so far as to allege the attack on the U.S. Capitol could have been a false flag operation devised by the so-called deep state to frame, trap, and purge Trump voters and quote a new war, new war on terror. Who said that? Tucker Carlson. <laughs> Tucker Carlson. <laughs> I mean, he is a fud for a reason. I mean, he's so fun. Well, that, but that's what I'm saying is like, who said that? Tucker Carl. Oh, well, then. <laughs> As we all know. Sense. Oh, okay. 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 Most of the evidence the, in the he's trial. The new, he's the new early stage Alex Jones. I'm just going to yes. point that out. Yes. Yes. And let's not forget that the guy that did the Wolverine Watchmen case for the FBI. Went on to Washington D.C. a couple weeks before January 6. Putting that out there. Totally. I, I would like to point out, as, you know, with Tucker Carlson being an early stage Alex Jones, I do have a jar labeled "Alex Jones was right," and I keep putting money in it. Yeah. If if, okay, if you so, just, if you just rapid fire full auto sear on your asshole random things, you will be right. Eventually. Eventually. Right, okay. I'm trying. I'm really trying to keep. I'm reading ahead of you guys. I'm trying to keep this together. I really am. Good luck. Okay. Uh, most of the evidence in the trial was collected by a man the pre-Trump political right might once have lauded as an American hero. Michigan postal worker Dan Chapel, an Iraq War veteran whose service got him a titanium leg, is a Second Amendment enthusiast who joined the Watchmen after Facebook's algorithm pushed him toward the extremist site in spring 2020. Ah, yes. So, so noted... that, the, the article, by the way, stop full stops right there uh, about Dan, never mentioning that it was Dan himself who came up with the plot to kidnap the governor. <laughs> yeah, as, an F, as an undercover FBI informant. So, wait, so is, I'm confused. Is that's that's Facebook, not an important detail. We are all confused, Andrew. Is Facebook leading the charge against right-wing extremism, remember, remember it was, or are it was they, in fa- fact, creating Facebook's right-wing extremism? Algorithm. I'm very confused right now. Yes. Facebook's 
algorithm. The answer is yes. Pushed him toward the extremist site in spring 2020. The same algorithm that made us making things like uh, the the South American big ahi ahi tuna smokehouse so we wouldn't get banned. (laughs) 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 The great great American uh, Chick-fil-A grill out and pancake social. Like it's <laughs> like the most ridiculous oh. shit. I still okay, so my you, favorite. You've gotten of those, my though. favorite. You've gotten my favorite paragraph. You got to give me this because I, okay. I couldn't uh, read this about that. I just want to say David's in the house. David Manning popping patches. Nice. Oh. Yeah. No. My yeah. my favorite though of the the terms was when everyone tried to make it the great CNN. Yeah, so the ban fucking CNN's page, dude. When they okay. purged all the CNN pages, they actually got some legit local CNN affiliates banned right. because they thought okay. they were that's awesome. Okay, okay. <laughs> so remember, remember, remember these 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 are radical extremists. These are radical extremists. Yeah, let me the read this. Mili- the military cosplayers who made up the majority of the Wolverine Watchmen welcomed a man with actual medical or actual military training, but after only a few interactions with them. Chapel became alarmed by the group's seeming interest in killing police officers. Throughout the summer of 2020, Chapel said he participated in semi-automatic weapons training and other activities in person and online, collecting incriminating audio and online chatter for the government, and made notes of other observations. Okay, let me read this part. This is my favorite part. Okay, I gotta okay read go, ahead. go ahead. He testified that Wolverine wives and girlfriends practiced knife and axe throwing while their men did field training. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the horror. Oh, goodness. Shield maidens. They are upon us. It's the apocalypse, surely. Guys, guys, they were participating in activity that you can go to downtown Kalamazoo and drink whiskey while doing at a bar. They were yeah. There's there's a place here in town. It's called Driftless X. You could have a chili oh. dog, a pitcher of beer, and do what they're, they're doing. Oh God, the horror! They're all over the country. <laughs> they're here in Colorado. They're they're in California. There, there's three of them down in Wisconsin. Throwing blowing up. Oh. And then my my second favorite part. I've of been this. axe throwing on like Instagram, and all these videos pop up of people drinking beer. Eating the, the homies, the homies cookies. over biting the bullet. Luke and Typo. They're like. They're like axe throwing instructors. Like they've been invited to, to the national championship in Canada, but you know they, they can't cross state line without or can't cross the country line without uh, you know the COVID shot. But. You know the the most horrifying thing is that there's even a video of Jason Momoa engaging in that radical <laughs> behavior, radical extremism as he chugs a beer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, the Wolverine Watchmen and their allies, paranoid that federal authorities were onto them move their conversations across a series of encrypted platforms, oblivious to the veteran in their midst, providing access to the FBI. (laughs) (laughs) Shapples like this is why this patch exists. I'm just saying. Shapples evidence also suggested a wider community of like-minded enablers. At a top level, the case reveals a degree to which Tactic or tacit and active support for political violence is on the rise. Even the local sheriff opined to Fox News that the Wolverine boys were all talk, at least in 2020. And and continuing. (laughs) And And who who joined them after 2020? 
Yeah, what what changed? What and changed more, after 2020? More, more feds showed up. Wow. Oh, okay. Feds. But then again, this pattern extends far beyond the mitten state as conservatives desperate to whitewash the revolting spectacle of bat-wielding police-beating capital insurgents who shared the same anti-government ideology as the Michigan men engaged in Houdini-level logistical contortions. Speaking well, of Houdini, level, go ahead, go ahead, Magnus. Well, <laughs> go ahead, Mag Magnus. What, no, I just you, said no. You, you. like no. You, you wanted to say something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying no. You like she is engaging in Houdini level fucking. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah speaking yeah. of that, like, are you fucking kidding? Like, what? What are? <laughs> I, what, Minneapolis, Kenosha. Any of these sound familiar? I oh what? my goodness. I <sighs> yes. <What? laughs> yes. I that <laughs> what hold on. Okay. I'm, I'm again how... I'm trying I'm trying to hold this together. Dude, how do these people say this shit with a straight face? Oh, like honestly, oh, 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 and, and... with 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 a mockingbird in their fucking ear. That's how they say this shit. Oh, just... that we're in... hold on, oh, hold that thought. It hold gets worse. Thought. Oh, no, it gets better. No, it gets, <laughs> it gets no, better. No, no, Magnus, right, Magnus. I'm going to run to the bathroom real quick. Hold on, it gets better. <laughs> the acrobatic effort has welded together some of the strange bedfellows in American history. Carlson, a backer of the police's thin blue line, if there ever was one, has been ridiculing and downplaying the seriousness of the alleged plot for more than a year. He has given a platform to a variety of activists, who have made a cottage industry of comparing the Michigan case to what they now call the entrapment operation of the Capitol insurrection. Such ah, claims yes. are amplified across the right-wing echo chamber. Osama bin Laden's niece, Noor bin Laden, even wrote a letter to the UN on the behalf of the jailed January 6th, quote, political prisoners. Well, they are just reaching... <laughs> To a level that I oh my I god, actually this, do, I can't, I cannot is possibly so get bad. my brain to do that many mental jumping jacks. It, but Al Qaeda, guys, <laughs> this, <laughs> op -ed, this op ed is so what? bad. I had to bring it up. Just is for this, wow. is this is this person as they're writing this? Are they like actually on some form of hallucinogens? Oh, they are sniffing. I'm also, I'm just saying for the record, Osama bin Laden's daughter would. Yes, she's... <laughs> I haven't. I haven't seen her. I'm gonna have to look. I know Joseph oh, Stalin's she... daughter was pretty hot. Uh, gonna I have just... to look that one up. Yes. Yeah, like uh, I just nor n o o r bin Laden. Definitely, she's a wood. But I, I just, I did, I can't. Like my brain's breaking. I don't know how to. What? What? <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. There's a turn here. Law enforcement overreach and entrapment accusations were not unusual when the alleged terrorists were Muslims and brown people guided by paid informants, although they found a far less sympathetic audience among the far-right media personalities. Yes, guess what? 
the people you arrested weren't part of that crowd. The people you arrested and the people like us are not part of the people that were cool with the FBI running around throwing Muslim kids in jail for being autistic and stupid enough to accept a chat invite from a Fed. That's not us. In fact, that was y'all. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It was literally you. Hold on. The the degree to which authorities overstepped in those cases is an important discussion. But it would be a mistake to assume all entrapment accusations are created equal. What is the same FBI field office, the same FBI officers working under the exact same playbook, like shot for shot? I mean, I, I that's I, I really I'm dumbfounded here. This is this is so unhinged and insane. I actually don't know how oh. to respond. Like, I want to tell jokes here, but I don't know what's a bigger joke than this. Right here, I got that's, the exact. That's quote, the thing. There the isn't that. Mu- there isn't anything that could be possibly be a bigger joke than this. So, so we we, we she mentioned no. Dan, right, Mister Dan, the the mm-hmm. lead informant, titanium leg guy. CS CSH Dan created two encrypted group chats with defendants. So ran the entire shadow group chat whatever thing he is mentioning group name was fuck around and find out dan like fbi undercover agent mark admits the group was splintering in august but worked to keep them together ask the fbi how to apply pressure they were like nah fuck these guys i don't want to do this shit anymore and he's like how do i make sure that they're still a group that we can go after Dude, I oh, need but my that's 65 not... grand or whatever it is. These guys got to stay on Playbook. Yeah, 54. I think it was 54 grand, something like that. Yeah. Right. Uh, let's see. Uh, in closing arguments, Western Michigan U.S. Attorney Nez Kessler said, quote, they were filled with rage. They were paranoid because they knew what they were doing was wrong and they feared they could be caught. It, it, it kind of sounds like they were filled with confusion and apathy, actually. And fucking Doritos. And Doritos, apparently. Yes. <sighs> Maybe Probably some beer and some pot. Yeah, beer. Lots oh, of pot. Okay. So uh, Funyuns, uh, for sure. Again, again, again this pork rinds. They're, Nina, they're Nina, Michiganders. Hold on. Pork rinds. Yeah, Nina's getting back. Nina's getting back on course here. Uh, but the rise of menace and political violence from the right in America has nonetheless become normalized. Formerly true blue supporters of police officers and veterans have shockingly turned apologists for a clan of heavily armed men who at the very least fantasized about an outrageous act of political terror. Uh, what? what? It, hurts, it hurts you just a little bit. What? Mm-hmm. This entire article hurts my brain a, a great that's, deal. That's why I brought it up. Like, I... So it's... I mean, it's schizophrenic, right? Like, this is... uh, This is outright, like, psychosis. Like, there's... There oh, it's, it's so, there's, there's, this is, article is this, so bad. This op-ed is so bad. This is this is to the point where like where where reality is and where she seems to be cruising along appears to be not the same place. 
their dimensions away, Andrew. Yeah. Uh, it remains right. to be it remains to be seen precisely what swayed the jurors and whether the entrapment claims were effective. The Who name of the get- jurors have, the name of the jurors have been kept confidential, but we know four of them concealed their own guns, and others say they are fine with guns. Most Welcome uh, to Michigan, most, baby. Most indicated that they were not much interested in news or aware of current events. Meanwhile, the two acquitted men will likely be allowed to arm themselves again if they so choose. <gasps> One of the and again, because we have we have something in Michigan here. Essentially, it, it was it was originally called like the Liberal Triangle, but it's been upgraded to the Whitmer Triangle, which mm-hmm. is Lansing, the capital. Ann Arbor, where University of Michigan is, and then like Royal Oak and where all the rich people live in Birmingham and all that. Those people have no idea what's going on because they say, oh, all these people own guns. Yeah. Um, the, the head of the Detroit Police Department, when asked what people should do about rising crime in the city, said, buy a gun black man <laughs> so, like, <laughs> I, yeah, I remember that there's a lot there's a lot oh, yeah. of uh, memes going around about that when I, when yeah. I when i was doing insulation installation i hate that two words together the same thing in detroit the sweetest oldest nice black lady with an obama sign in her front yard had a shotgun behind the door welcome to michigan <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, because uh, it's. On. I mean, fucking Detroit ain't what it used to be, right? Hunt, like, hunters in Detroit. Hunters in Detroit. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Look at look at the Upper Peninsula. I mean, it's still part of Michigan. Shouldn't be. Should be part of Wisconsin. We'll take it back. But yeah, hold on, hold on. The, <laughs> that's all woods and shit, right? Like mm-hmm. that's well, that's I mean, all the, really the universe, cool. There's that case up there right now where the university student brought an AR to school or to his college because up there it's legal to bring your firearms on campus because, because bears, bears are a wander on thing. NMU. <laughs> often. often. And because he posted a picture of it and said this will make the snowflakes melt, hmm. he's facing federal terrorism charges. No, he's yep. not even facing. Successfully charged with terrorism. Oh, yeah, he was charged, yeah. but he hasn't been convicted. That's yeah. what I'm getting no. at. All right, okay. <laughs> this is another one of those quotes. In my view... The four on trial in Michigan attracted right-wing support, not in spite, but precisely because of the fact of their alleged operations was political. Quote, we wanted to cause as much a disruption as possible to prevent Joe Biden from getting into office. That's a quote from Ty Garbin, one of the Wolverines who testified against his former brother-in-arms. He told the court, quote, it didn't have to be. It was just preferred. Uh-huh. Uh, isn't Whitmer a Republican? No, Whitmer's no. a Democrat. Is she? Okay. Yeah. And She's she was the one extraordinarily that unpopular and failing because she was. Yes. She she ran on fix the roads. It was literally in her campaign slogan. And by the time fix all the this roads. happened, not only was the lockdown stuff making her extraordinarily unpopular, but she was vetoing whistleblower like like government whistleblower protection. She was vetoing that. She had uh, attempted to implement a gas tax after running on promising not to implement a gas tax to fix the roads. She was extraordinarily unpopular until all this happened. Yeah, what a um, coincidence. Totally. Yeah. When is yeah. she up for uh, yeah. for eviction? Uh, gub- gubernatorial elections in Michigan. I think next uh, year, right? Four years? Or this year? 
Um, no, like, yeah, this year, November 2020, yeah, she needs to go. <laughs> well, that's like that's like Andrew and I, we, neither of us are really big on the whole voting thing, but in order to get rid of Tony Evers, I'm willing to consider it. Oh, yeah, I voted for the new summary call. Oh, in order to get rid of Tony Evers, I will fucking run against him. No, like, even as an anarchist, it's perfectly <laughs> fine to just take an hour out of your day to go check a box on whatever. Just don't expect it to change anything. That's all. Yeah. Lieutenant, no. Lieutenant Governor Andrew, I'll, I'll be your yeah, Lieutenant I, Governor. I wanna, like, I straight up want to run against him and just be the Ron Swanson of governors and just try <laughs> and, like, highlight just how awful government is the entire time. Do absolutely nothing. And just be like, nah, fuck this shit. And <laughs> every, like, bill there is, your, every bill that comes to your desk, no, no. There, no. there is a, <laughs> there is a, a, a boogaloo boy running for sheriff's office in Manistee County, aka Tra- Traverse City, Michigan, under the platform of abolish the sheriff's department. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's what was what was isn't that, he literally, isn't that... he literally to to the debate he wore a fucking uh Hawaiian shirt over like a like a suit with a Hawaiian shirt on <laughs> <laughs> I mean is, is this is this the same Arie one Dimetho, is this the same right? one that ran she... on the platform of arming the homeless? Yes. Oh, that was a nice. fantastic campaign. He literally he literally gave his literally gave his shotgun to a homeless guy. Yeah. No, okay, no, that was no, that's someone different. Yeah, that's someone different. Oh, okay. okay, that's somebody okay. in the Libertarian no. Party. This I mean, is that's, that's the same. Moved. That's the same thing as is Aria uh, out in um, was that New Hampshire? That yeah, yeah. Kane, and Kane, New Hampshire. She, she won yeah. the Republican primary. Yeah, because it, with with <laughs> "fuck the police" as her like campaign slogan for sheriff, <laughs> and it was just her. <laughs> so the whole reason was because she's like. This is just to prove you guys are fucking idiots. And then all the Republicans trans abolish the police Satanist wins Republican. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah, and that was that was that was something that was something to the effect of like the Guardian headline. It was like trans Satanist anarchists running for sheriff or something like that. (laughs) Wins the Republican primary. I love her her press release too. That was like, this is your own fault. None of you paid attention. You saw an R next to my name and you voted for me. Yep. <laughs> you get what you fucking deserve. Yes, right. exactly. It was fucking. But you know glorious. what? At the He's same time, hero, modern problems require modern solutions. Modern solutions. Well, I mean, and that's and that's why you know that's why they went after the the New Hampshire six. You know, that's why they went after crypto six was because yeah. of shit like that that they were pulling. Yeah. Yeah. Da- Daily Mail. Uh, trans Satanist anarchist with her "fuck the police" slogan wins Republican nomination for New Hampshire County Sheriff after running unopposed. <laughs> so based, <laughs> dude. So I'm so fantastic. I told my boss, who is incredibly like Democrat leading, like hardcore Democrat. I told my boss, and she was like, "Oh my god, that is a, the greatest thing I have ever heard." <laughs> which again like like it, it this article does like speak to how these people that were literally uh co-opting the abolish the police and the blm message all last year are now suddenly pearl clutching over the concept of the sanctity mm-hmm. of law enforcement and the trust yeah the isn't it you know isn't it funny that when suddenly their guy is the one in charge that magically but you can't. But 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 law enforcement. You can't mean those police because they're serving yep. our guy. Like that. If you, you want to see the most mm-hmm. disgusting thing I've ever seen the Democratic Party do in my entire lifetime, including all the fucked up shit Obama did, was to pass a bill with George Floyd's name on it that increased police funding. Yep. 
and now yeah, now they're, they're that, and and now now they're now they're now they're completely distancing themselves from the defund the police movement and like yep. Pelosi and and the higher ups are like oh we never supported that yeah, yeah we never said that was a fringe thing we never said that at all that's why I said, that's why I love running around Louisville because after after the uh, the DNC people would be done speaking during the daytime they would all go to the same club and party. And the local activists would show up and call them fake and tell them to get the fuck out of the city. And the riot police would actually show up. They wouldn't show up for the DNC-sponsored BLM event. But the actual local activists that were, like, friends with Breonna Taylor and shit, riot cops showed up yep. real quick. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh, look at that. Oh, Amazing that. how that happens. Uh, isn't that interesting? <laughs> so uh, any, anything else, um, like, insider baseball on the Michigan thing? They got um, Magnus. Oh uh, yeah, just just like the the fact that um uh, uh the the political aspirations of these guys have been so skewed that it may, they have to be boogs because Jesus Christ they've never been lied at anymore to where like originally Stephen Crowder was saying that they were antifa and then they were claimed <laughs> to be and then they were claimed to be far right Trump supporters where even oh. I've seen people with Libertarian Party try to claim that they were Trump supporters when literally in this article we didn't get to it but it talks about. Uh, Brandon Castella is on video vowing to shoot and kill police. Guess what's in that video behind him? An anarchist flag in that flag. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, you mean that one? this one right here. <laughs> we're, yeah, and, and that's, I mean, dude, that's the thing about you know the boog. Like we're we're those people that like no one knows how to handle. They don't know how to interpret us. We become everyone's boogeyman. Oh, yeah. we are absolutely. Yep. Yeah, yeah they, it's totally it's what happens. Yeah, and it's, you know, and it's if, all because no, none of us fit into their boxes. They think everybody needs to fit into their box, and because we don't, we're, they're like, "But you belong in this box." But wait, you said that not now. You're in. The, you can't be in both boxes. Mm-hmm. And they and they, and they just short circuit, and it's fantastic to watch. Yeah, that's why. That's why the left called us all uh, uh, far right Nazis. Yep, and the right and the right called, called us all uh, uh, rainbow antifa. Yep, yep. And yep. it was just like you don't fit in this my little box, so you're the enemy. Yep. yep. Oh yeah, one of my one of my favorite sets of screenshots I have is from a Facebook conversation, uh, where in a single conversation I am called a far right white supremacist by some, uh, actually like antifa um, uh, flag sporting profile picture Soy person boy. and then immediately within four comments i am then also called mm-hmm. a antifa loving yep. uh far left wannabe communist by somebody who has an american flag with a bald eagle as their profile picture and it's like the greatest <laughs> screenshot ever because like my messaging doesn't change in the mess, any of my replies, and yet I managed to be apparently both to both of these people, yeah. and my, neither my, one my, of them sees the irony. My, my my favorite was the the it's going down article about um the the one the one of us that was involved in the burning of the fifth uh, fifth uh, fifth precinct Minneapolis Police Department. God, that video was fantastic. And the the whole thing was just about like oh far right far right, and then they quoted him. And one of the quotes was literally like, I'm a real big fan of the Black Panthers. (laughs) 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 
You had to write that. You had to read those words and put far right. After. Oh, oh my God. Oh, Fred Hampton would have wore a Hawaiian shirt, I swear. On God, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I fucking, like, man, I have wound up with so much shit, like, like where I've, I've talked about, like, being a fan of Tupac Shakur, not just his music, but, like, his, you know, things that he said, as well as his Mama Feeney, and, like, being a fan of them, and the things that they said, and, like, they weren't wrong, and, like, going into that, and then in the conversation of me bringing that up, having leftists be like, yeah, yeah. And then when I'm like, which is why everybody needs to be armed and be ready to defend themselves. <laughs> like, no. Like, <laughs> haven't you seen the whole discourse in anarchist Twitter right now about how prepping and firearms are far right? Oh yeah, I watched oh, that yeah. shit go down and I laughed oh, so fucking yeah. hard. And I'm I like, just, oh it, uh, my God. Uh, <laughs> this is why this is why i hate people dude the, the the my favorite was the guy with the john brown gun uh john brown is oh, profile yeah. picture trying to get into an argument with people about uh firearms and, it's, and literally like my favorite exchange was like first comment you i was like was something like you know we have a right to own guns whatever and it's how actually like the best check on racist police forces are firearms and the guy's just like, whatever, you like LARPing bootlicker. And then the next comment is, what was John Brown killed for? And then he's like, violent insurrection. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, so our boy Dave, um, who we're going to talk about in a minute uh, with Poppins Patches, he said he should have uh, the ability in a few weeks for customers to order Hawaiian print combat shirts. Let's fucking go. If you're That's watching the video, the my, patches that both uh, my Josh favorite, and Chris are wearing, uh, my favorite poppish wearing, patch, an awful it. lot of patches that I have. Uh, no. I also a, have that one. He does this. He plus, does, he's got the Boogalorian T-shirt that Andrew and he I does this one. Design. Yep, the Boogalorian mm-hmm. T-shirt. Uh, that's that would be Dave, and he's gonna have some uh, Hawaiian print combat shirts, so that's gonna be yeah. pretty fucking sweet. Yeah, I Dave, guess, I drop guess, me uh, a message on fascist book when you drop those, so that way I can get in on them. Still on Facebook, Fed. No, 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 no. no I, he's I, I back. snuck back in. I snuck back Me in. Too. Same. <laughs> See, I haven't yet. See, you guys stuck. All right, I stuck to my principles and I stayed off of Facebook after. I'm. St- I, I still haven't. I still haven't been deleted. Yeah. But Andrew, the only reason I snuck back in is because I needed to buy used tires for my truck. The only reason hey. I snuck back in is whenever I visit home, I have to have a way to tell all of my ex-girlfriends to not say hi to me at Walmart. I just I just discovered that you have an Instagram. Me? Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's, all I my mean, art stuff. Which yeah. by the way, I guess that's something I can't I'm I'm trying to get the shirt store back up this month. I'm trying to work with it because I don't technically run the there's like an umbrella domain that has multiple stores underneath it, and the umbrella domain went down because the person couldn't afford to pay for it anymore. And I've been trying to like be like, let me just do it. So like, I'm I'm hoping that I can get my my t-shirt store back up because I spent so much time building that website. I do not want to do that all mm-hmm. over again. So yeah, yeah. So you need to just set up your own company, and you need to hire me as a marketer because I'm out of work in like a month. And Actually, yeah, uh, probably this, not my company. I'll be. Well, I'm willing to do freelance IT work for you know. Just I just need a, some swag my way every once in a while. I, I am a whore for my friends' products. Just mm-hmm. saying. 
And I guess I guess for the last insider baseball thing, real quick, um, the person that was involved with trying to entrap my particular group of people into doing some shenanigans that we didn't fall for, uh, through some open source intelligence type people that aren't even affiliated with the Boogaloo, uh, Boogaloo movement, turned out that he was a CI. And not only was he a CI, the whole reason he became a CI is because he was fleeing federal pedophilia shit, kid oh, porn fuck. and kid fucking. Oh. Oh. Wood chipper go burr. Wood chipper go burn. <laughs> That's a good song. And, it, and if, if, if people and if people don't know, um, the the confidential informant they used to take down Jillian Assange was also a serial kid diddler that the FBI picked up to work for them. So they have a habit of doing this. Yep. Josh feds, is showing feds, off feds, his, uh, his poppins patches wood chipper wood chipper patch. Feds love nothing more than pedos and Nazis. That's well, th- was it was it the yep. FBI that ran a pedo site for like six months? And then arrested yep. nobody because they didn't want to give up uh, the program that they used to take over the site. Yep. Yeah. And uh, and the CIA of uh, having several dozen of their fucking active duty members getting busted for child pornography and uh, on on CIA work computers. Yep. And and yeah. pressuring a woman to send naked pictures of her little daughter, mm-hmm. CIA agent. No. Yep. Oh, good times. Good Follow times. Blue if you want to be blackpilled on fucking federal agencies even more than you already oh, are. Dude, the things that I can't <laughs> tell you about <laughs> the agency, you have no idea how Damn those are. NDAs. Like I said, so, I'm not a big fan of Elon Musk. I think the tweet of the year was when he called out the fucking UN general secretary of whatever. I'm like, hey, what about all those kids in Africa? <laughs> No. <laughs> Dude, he's so good at like just quick one line or two line things that are just like oh you know to be perfectly honest he's got to do the same shit we do all the time where we drop a one-liner and then turn off comments oh yeah or turn yeah, off notifications like just just drop the comment turn off notifications walk away he does yep. some alpha chad shit you know he does yep all right um we're coming up on time so uh magnus why don't you throw out where people can find you and any other information you want to put out there uh, just ego and its own on Twitter. Everything else has been banned or nothing really else is going on. Um, when my shirt store will come back up, it'll be a conspiracy conspira-t.com was where, where my t-shirts will be once they go up. Sell a bunch of cool anarchy shit. Otherwise I have nothing going on. So yeah, I have no more plugs. That sounds fantastic. Oh, um, so Andrew, hey, Andrew. Uh, you want me to, to do my spiel? All right. Yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> if you want to care for your beard like a Viking, like I do, you want it shiny, you want it soft, you want it to smell really good, you're going to go to thebeardstruggle.com. Use code inkanarchist15 for 15% off. They got their new scents, including their new platinum scents, gold scents. They got uh, Beard Straightener 2.0 that includes this cool gold plated stuff. It's got carbon fiber. It's pretty freaking awesome. Make sure that you buy Derek's book. It is Think for Yourself, a thinking workbook for beginners. It's 10 bucks. It's on Amazon. You definitely want it. Do not forget to check out our boy Dave at poppinspatches.com. He's on this stream now. He's doing the cool combat shirts. You definitely want to check him out. He does all the cool it, stuff. Clean tactical tricorn hat you, you that if you're that watching, up. Josh uh, has up he's got the the uh redacted shark do to do um a whole bunch of the other patches that we've rocked repeatedly on this show he's got all of it there 
Uh, you definitely want to check him out. He's got some really cool stuff, including the Boogalorian t-shirt that me and Chris helped him come up with. So check him out. Also, uh, I am an affiliate of RK Spookware. And if you 3D print your own shooty boys and you want the metal stuff that goes into it that you're going to need, check out the affiliate link in the description. You get to access RK Spookware and uh, you get to support me, which, you know, I would really appreciate. It's uh, It doesn't necessarily benefit you majorly, but it definitely benefits me. So Especially since uh, Andrew's going to be unemployed. Yeah, because uh, my job ends on the 20th of May. So it would be super cool if uh, <laughs> you maybe supported me a little bit. Uh, I'd really appreciate it, but that's RK Spookware for all of your 3D printing uh, of special things. Needs I just are. I just kicked the skateboard underneath my desk and I think my toe is bleeding. Oh, cool! Uh, oh, check out Boog Boogie '79. I'm sure that felt. Boog Boogie awesome. makes these hats that I'm wearing. They're pretty legit. Yes, uh, he makes he the hat. Makes this, he makes this flag. The right flags. Here. He yep. makes and some this cool. Flag right I don't here. have them handy. Yes, he makes the Wisconsin Boog flag. I got one of those. Uh, he makes the Boog Unity flag. I got one of those. You want to check him out. He's got a flag for Boog for your state. Yes, those patches. It's that, but as a flag, you definitely want to check out Boogie 79 Hit him up on Twitter. Uh, make sure you check us out on all sorts of alternative social media out there. Mimi, Odyssey, Rumble, the whole works. Find us on all your uh, possible podcatchers. If you're watching us on video, share with your friends. Make sure that you spread the word because we're awesome and everybody wants to listen to us. If you do happen to watch us on video, I apologize. I realize we all have faces for radio. You're just going to have to deal Except with it. Magnus. Magnus is, Magnus is a cutie. Yeah. So. But it's because I'm, I'm, I'm the, the token gay boy, so I pass. <laughs> <laughs> all right. uh, Magnus, give us a piece of life advice. A uh, piece of life advice. Um, a- a- anyone trying to convince you to participate in a violent act that they don't want to themselves participate in is FBI agent. Ooh, that's a good one. Yes. Yep. Like Some of the one. best advice ever. Nice. Excellent. Yes. Yeah. Stole that oh, one from Spike also, Cohen. <laughs> nah, nice. Also, before I forget classicfirearms.com who makes this awesome shirt along with a bunch of others, uh, they are currently giving away a scar. So if you would like a scar because chicks take scars and so should you head over there. Uh, There should be a link in the description and uh, get yourself a free, like $3,400 gun package, man. It's freaking awesome. Like 700 something entries. So I'm like, yeah. And it's, and it's totally free to enter, dude. Like there, you don't have to pay anything. Make sure that you enter it. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, um, don't talk to feds and we'll catch on the next one. Peace. Peace.